Well, hey there. Good morning, San Fernando Christian community. I'm Tim Warden, and I'm just so happy to share God's Word with you today. So, sa lahat ng mga nakikinig dyan sa San Fernando, San Juan, Bawang, anywhere in La Union, in fact, anywhere sa Pilipinas, welcome this morning. God bless you, and get your ball pen, get your notebook ready. We're going to share the Word of God with you today. Um, last week, we've been talking about generosity, developing a culture of generosity. And I specifically said that generosity is a mindset and a lifestyle. It's a mindset na kung saan nakikita mo ng sarili mo bilang loved by God and blessed by God. And friends, kung nakikinig ka sa akin, kahit makano ang meron ka dyan, kahit makano ang sahod mo, kahit anong socioeconomic class ka, you can be generous. Anyone can be generous because generosity is when you choose to give. It is not automatic. Generosity has to come from a choice to give, to break the spirit of selfishness. And generosity is not free. I mean, it will cost you something. It could be money, but there's also many non-financial ways to be generous. Giving of yourself. Um, last week, ang pinag-usapan natin ay patungkol sa generous with words, being generous with your gestures, and facial expression pa lang, pwede ka maging generous. Being generous with your time and your presence mo pa lang. Being generous in giving mercy, compassion, uh, grace among iba. And today, I want to talk about the highest level of generous giving. I believe yung lifestyle ng pinakama prosperous people in the world is they're generous in doing this. They're generous in overlooking offense. Overlooking offense. Yan ang ating topic ngayon, umaga nito. So let's pray together as we open God's word. Father God, I pray for everyone na nakikinig sa tinikong ngayon. And let this message, Lord, transform our lives. Help us to truly be generous people from the inside out. And help us, Lord, to have the style of Jesus, his mindset and his lifestyle. How did he overcome offenses, mga hurts, mga kasalanan na ginawa nila sa kanya? And how did he stay happy and fulfilled? So, Lord, I pray that we will be transformed as we behold Jesus and we will become like him. Thank you, Father. Amen and amen. So there's many things that offends us, and every day we can be offended. Grabe, may mga taong uh, too easy to be offended. Ako dito sa US, I napansin ko in the past years na hindi ako na nakatira dito. Grumabe ang culture dito. People are so easily offended. I mean, damit mo palang makaka offend ka or political incorrect word. No mga Pag sinabi mong Christmas, na-offend yung mga iba. Pag, naki, pag disagree sila sa'yo, na-offend. Na, na and if your response to COVID is different or your political candidate is different, mga sports, even at church, maraming ang dali-dali na ma-offend. Do you know someone? How about you? Do you know someone who's easily offended? How about you? Are you easily offended? Are you offendable? What does it take to, to have you be offended? You know, the Bible 
word, the Greek word in the Bible is the word scandalon. Yan ang offense sa Bible. Scandalize. To entrap or trip up someone. To entice them to a sin. It's a, it's a stumbling block or it could be a hindrance. The place where you get hung up. And it's actually, it's literally in the Greek. The real meaning is it's a part of a trap that the bait hangs on to attract the victim. Now, Satan always uses offense as a bait. Ang mga saktan, ang, ang offense ay pain ni Satan. To lure you into bitterness and resentment, unforgiveness and hatred. And it's not a little problem. Hindi malit na bagay nito. It's actually offense is a dangerous demonic spirit. The spirit of offense. It's the devil's weapon to kill and steal and destroy. Relationships can be broken. Your peace, your joy can be stolen when you're offended. And it's important that we stay away from offense because the devil would try to implant a root of bitterness in your heart when you get offended. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 14 to 15 says, make every effort to live in peace with all men and to be holy and see to it that no one misses out on the grace of God and that no bitter root grows up to cause trouble. So the first thing I want to have you write down today, sulat nyo to, is offenses will come. Onga, offense will really come. Every day, may pakakatoan na ma-offend from your family, at work, sa church, anywhere. It's easy to be offended. Hindi mahirap gawin yun. Just live your life, go about your own business, and sooner or later, somebody, someone will offend you. Maybe what was said offend you. Or what was not said, now offend. Or an expectation that you have, na hindi na meet. You could be offended. And if you're looking to be offended, kung ang, ang mindset mo is, I know people will don't like me, they're gonna, I'm going to be offended, you know, you will easily. And if you're looking to be offended, if you think you'll get offended, you'll find what you're looking for every time. Jesus Christ actually offended people. At wala naman siyang ginawang mali. The people were just already negative, doubters. In Matthew chapter 13, verse 54, uh, Jesus went to his hometown and the people there were asking, where did this man get his wisdom and power? And so they took offense at him. Walang sala si Jesus. People were offended. Tayo pakaya. You can easily be offended and you can easily offend. But we need to guard from this. Because even John the Baptist, nung siya nasa kulungan, uh, he had doubts. He had these negative thoughts come in his mind. Meron siya mga unmet, expe- unmet expectations about Jesus, about kung anong dapat gagawin ni Jesus para sa kanya. And John the Baptist was tempted na magtampo, <laughs> to be offended. And Jesus said in Matthew eleven six, Blessed, that means empowered to succeed, successful, extremely happy. Blessed is he who does not Get offended by me. In Luke chapter 17, verse 1, Jesus said to his disciples, offenses will certainly come. 
but woe to the one they come through. Ang sinasabi ni Jesus, offenses will, but don't let it come through you. Ibig sabihin, never allow offense to penetrate through into your soul and get on the inside of you. Yes, it's true. Offenses will come to your life. You know, it should be no surprise. It should be no shock that every day may pakakatoon, you could be offended. You could feel tampo. You could feel feelings hurt. But the second point, write this down. You don't have to take the offense. Yes, offenses might be served to you, offered to you, but you don't have to grab it. You don't have to take the offense. Offense will always begin or end with the offended party. Kung ikaw ay nasaktan, ikaw ang nagsimula ng offense. And if you were able to end the offense, that was also in your power. You have the power to accept or reject an offensive action or word. It's a choice. It's the power you have to choose. You can make that choice. No one is responsible but you. Other people can offer you poisonous wrongdoings, but they cannot make you drink the offense. They, no one can make you mad. No one can give you a bad mood. Jesus had lots of opportunity to be offended, but he refused Every time. I mean, mismong relatives niya, they were ashamed of him. Napahiya siya sa kanila. His disciples acted selfish and childish and disloyal. And people never really understood Jesus. His friends denied him. The Pharisees, his own church, entrapped him. And the politicians killed him. If anybody had hurt feelings, if anybody knows what it's like to feel offended, it was Jesus. And yet, Jesus is the one who said, love each other in the same way I love you. Jesus is the one that the people that were offending him, he said, Father, forgive them. He said, receive my Holy Spirit when he rose from the dead. And sabi niya, I'll always be with you. Hindi siya nagtanim ng samang loob. Hindi siya Take ng offense. He, he never drank the poisonous root, the bitter root of offense. Jesus, masasabi natin, Jesus traveled light. His spirit was lighthearted. He didn't feel a victim. He always felt like a victor, victorious in who he was and what his mission was all about. So the number three point I want you to write down is this one. Choose. To overlook offense. Offense will come. You don't have to take offense. But choose instead to overlook offense. Refuse. Reject those mind monsters. The very moment that you recognize. The very moment. The second na meron kang pakiramdam na hindi maganda. Meron kang parang nagboil na ang ang dugo mo. Every time 
you start to feel it. That's your cue. You know, medyo siguro sa akin na bumibilis na ang heartbeat, na, na, nang nininig. And whenever you feel that, now first notice pa lang, start to recognize this is an offense coming in and I have to guard my heart. Itong isang mind monster at ayoko siyang papasukin sa aking buhay. So every time and the very moment that offense is offered to you, choose to overlook that offense. Psalms chapter 119 verse 165 says, Those who love your law, this is from the word of God, those who may, may appetite for God's word. It says they have great peace. And nothing shall offend them. 1 Corinthians 13, verse 5. This is the love chapter. It says, love is not easily irritated or quick to take offense. It'll just deny, decline. Thank you, no thank you. No offense for me today. Proverbs chapter 19, verse 5 says, wisdom makes one slow to anger. And it is his glory to overlook offense. I love that. Wisdom. Dahan-dahan. Hindi basta-basta pumuputok na. Hindi ka napupuno. You're slow to get angry. Quick to listen. Slow to get angry. And he says, it's to his glory. Parang credit mo yan. It is a glorious thing that you have the skill of being able to overlook the offense. Now, how could we do this? I mean, we look at Jesus. He overlooked offense. But how did he do it? How did Jesus avoid the trap of offense? Well, the first thing is, you got to be secure in your identity. Yan si Jesus. Napaka-secure kung sino siya sa kanyang ama. In John chapter 13, verse 3, Jesus knew who he was. So he washed their feet. Imagine, siya yung Lord and teacher, but he washed feet like a servant. And hindi siya napapahiya doon. He was not concerned that someone would see him and think na mababang pagtingin sa kanya. Ano man naman, ano man naman to. He's a, uh, wala siyang success. He's just a, a low class person. No, because Jesus knew who he was. He even, listen, Jesus even knew that Judas, his friend, was about to betray him. He knew that his plastic friends would run away and leave him. But he was still secure in his identity. Hindi siya nasasaktan, hindi siya kinakabaan, ano naman niya kayo, hindi naman kayo tunay na kaibigan, yan naman kayo, you're plastic naman kayo. Jesus was very secured in his identity to his father God. So he refused offense. If you are insecure, you will be easily offended. Kung ang offense, it's something like a reaction where you're protecting who you think you are. And you always need people to like you or say nice things about you, give you good comments or do nice things to you. You always be craving for people's approval of you. And when people disappoint you or treat you unfairly, grabe, it feels like 
an assault on your personhood. Parang feeling mo na sino naman ako maraming umaayaw sa akin. Napapahiya. And so you feel so small and so insecure. Oftentimes kasi our self-identity is false. And we're not basing it on our salvation status or our relationship to Christ Jesus. We need to have a renewed identity. If you want to overlook offense, you have to start seeing yourself as secured, bilang isang beloved child of your heavenly father. That's how Jesus was able to overcome offense. He was secured in his identity. You see, who you are is based on whose you are. And your identity in Christ is that you belong to God. You are a very important person to him. You are paid for by the precious blood of Jesus who sacrificed his life for you. Napaka-valuable ka. You're unconditionally loved. You're totally forgiven. You're irrevocably saved. And really, it's only God's word and God's opinion that matters. Kaya doon tayo magbabase ang ating identity. And I know it takes practice. It takes a lot of renewing of our minds. But there's so many scriptures. We'll just go through a couple here. Colossians 2 verse 10. You have been made complete in Christ. Ako pinanganak sa February, pero hindi ako kulang. The Bible says I'm complete in Christ. 1 Corinthians chapter 6 verse 11. You have been washed. Wow, sarap, mabango. You have been made holy. And you have received God's approval. Marami magre-reject sa'yo, but God's approval ay nananatili sa buhay mo. And read the whole chapter of Ephesians 1. I tell you, if you get your mind renewed, it will start to secure your identity. Pag secure na ang identity mo, hindi ka masasway, hindi ka matadamay, hindi ka mapektuhan sa rejections or sa hurts or sa offenses ng mga iba. And the second thing I believe that's the key to overlooking offense, one is to have secured identity. Pangalawa is to be sure of your purpose. Hindi lang yung kung sino ka, but now kung bakit ka nandito. Anong layunin ng Diyos para sa buhay mo? Kasi purpose will always determine what you do. When you know why you're here, you'll know what to do. And those who overcome, those who have victory in life, mga champions in life, sila yung mga nag-finish strong. Bakit? Kasi focus sila. Napaka-focus sila sa long-term purpose. Kaya nilang sabihin, pag mayroong nagawa na hindi maganda sa kanila, na na-offend sila, kaya nilang sabihin, wala yan. Maliit na ng bagay na yan. Wala sa akin. And really, truly mean it. As in totoo. Sasabihin na, wala yan sa akin. Talagang hindi pinapansin, kundi nilalampasan. At wala akong time, sasabihin mo, wala akong time na mag-bog down sa mga issues na yan. Kasi, meron akong purpose. Meron akong mas importanteng gagawin. In Nehemiah, uh, this was, a Nehemiah was a guy who was uh, going to rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. He was going to go back and build back up what had been destroyed. And 
alumni Nehemiah, a Mehrishan God-given purpose. So his life was very focused. He had many people offending him. Maraming lumalabas sila. Ah, y- yung mga, alam mo naman, madaldal sila. Mga usisero, mga sinasabi nila kung ano-ano. Nakaka-discourage. Hindi sila tumutulong. And many people tried to offend him. But Nehemiah kept focus on his mission. In Nehemiah chapter 6, verse 3, ito ang kanyang uh, response. No? They're trying to slow him down. They're trying to discourage him. They want to have meetings and, and talk with him and confront him. Pero sabi ni Nehemiah, my work is too important to stop now and go there. I can't afford to slow down the work just to visit with you. Minsan dito sa US, sabi nila, don't go there. Ibig sabihin, huwag na huwag na pumunta sa conversations na walang puntahan, na walang significant na layunin. Sabi ni Nehemiah, I'm, too, I'm on a too important mission. I can't go there. Hindi ako, I won't go there. I won't get offended. I won't let offense penetrate into my soul. I won't have my emotional energy expended on those offenses na walang puntahan at hindi connected sa aking purpose. Alam mo, ang offense, it will just slow down your life. It will just distract you from your God-given purpose. So napakahalaga that you seek God. That's why it says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. You know, let your whole life be focused on, Lord, what are you doing? And then adjust your life to join him in what he's doing. Doon ka mahanap ng iyong God-given purpose. You can imagine Jesus. He was a man with a God-given purpose. What if Jesus got offended? At sinabi niya kay Matthew, Matthew, ba't hindi ka nakikinig sa sermon ko? Tulukata, hindi ko na kayang patahimikin ang bagyo. At may mga Pharisees din na samasamang pagtingin sa akin. Uh, Naggaganon sila sa mga mata nila. Pinapag-usapan yata nila ako. <laughs> Napahiya ako. Ayoko na mag-sell group. Kayo na lang, kaya magpat- mat- ma- kayo na lang magpatuloy. Ayoko na. What if Jesus was like that? You know, he would never accomplish his mission. And you can either. You can't let other people's offense stop the work of God in your life. Are you going to be like a crow, yung, yung ibon na, na low-flying? Or are you going to be like the eagle na high-flying? The common crow spends his days low to the ground, picking up little seeds, leftover food, just to fill his own belly. Pero ang mga agila, hindi sinasayang ang oras nila sa mga ganyan na bagay. Ang mga Eagles, they are too busy flying higher than the rest of the birds because they know they've got a higher mission to feed and to grow their offspring. They're fishing for the big catch. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 1 and 2 says, Live a life worthy of the calling you have received. Be completely humble and gentle and patient, bearing with one another in love. Sa ibang version it says, forbearing, parang tinitiis. And you know, your purpose will lift you up above and over little small offenses in life. Sasabihin mo na, 
this, yeah, it's hurtful. Yeah, hindi tama, hindi magandang ginawa o sinabi. But I won't let this hold me back. This will not drag me down dahil may purpose ako. Secure in your identity and sure of your purpose. And what is it? Think about the word overlook. It's like if you're looking at something. You know, maybe you could find something sa bahay dyan and look at it. And it's like that thing was something wrong, something hurtful. And when you overlook, it's like, yeah, I see what you did. I heard about that. I read about it. It's not right. It's hurtful. I see the offense, but I choose to look over it, to focus on something more important. You know, it's almost like you you see something and then you make it transparent. I'm not going to make that a solid barrier in my life. I'm going to overlook that. I'm going to overlook the smaller thing because I'm focused on the bigger picture. The bigger thing. And you rise up like the eagle. You rise up high. Maybe you rise up in worship. Get into the presence of God so that the offense cannot touch you. Sabihin mo, it can't touch this. It can't touch me. Your identity is too valuable and your calling is too great to be offended. You, it's, you know, you don't have to be easily offended. And when someone with a secure identity and a sure purpose is offended, it will just slide right off. Hindi kakapit sa'yo. Hindi dumidikit ang offense sa mga taong na secure sa identity and meron silang sure sa kanilang purpose. Meron silang destiny. And there's just two things that I want you to remember. Two things. This is very important. Now, the first thing, kapag ikaw ay nasaktan, Offend. Remember this: hurt people, hurt other people. Offended people are usually the ones who are offending other people. And when you remember that, it will help you process some mind more. What's happening here? That maybe it's not all about you. Maybe their bad day has nothing to do with you. Maaring hindi pa talaga sila nakapagtanggap ng unconditional love. Kaya pala silang ganun. They have not been corrected by loving parents. Maybe they have not yet gone through training as a disciple of Jesus. Sabi nila mga experts na most mistakes, even verbal, even mga kasalanan sa, sa iba, they were made during difficult circumstances. So we need to be generous in overlooking offense giving of the benefit of the doubt it because been give them allowances uh, you you never know what they've gone through they have their own issues yung na offense yo their bad day is really not all about you you just don't know what they have been through hindi ka pa nakalakad sa kanilang mga sapatos you know, and so instead of taking offense, maybe what you could do is just wonder. I wonder, what are they going through? I wonder how they have been hurt. Kaya sila hurting others. Try to imagine 
how badly they've been hurt and try to build a bridge between them and the Savior Jesus. Show God's love. Sow God's word and love and pray for your enemies because they need your mercy. Paano? They need a free sample of Jesus Christ. They need a taste of his grace and a chance to heal. The same benefits that God has delivered to you, they need that from you. Honor God and deliver his benefits. Lalo na yung mga mercy and grace and long suffering and patience that the Lord has treated you. And that's the second thing to remember. First, remember that hurt people hurt people, but also remember how generously God has treated you. He has been so giving, so forgiving to you. Psalms 103 verse 10. He does not treat us as our sins deserve or punish us according to our iniquities. Isaiah chapter 44 verse 22. I have swept away your offenses like a cloud. Isaiah 38, 17. Your love has delivered me from the pit. You have thrown all my sins behind your back. Wow. The Lord has put all of his sins, not in front of him, but at his back. Isaiah 1, verse 18. No matter how deep the stain of your sins, I can take it out and make you as clean as freshly fallen snow. Romans 3, verse 24 and 25. God treats us much better than we deserve because of Christ Jesus. He freely accepts us and sets us free from our sins. God sent Christ to be our sacrifice. Christ offered his life's blood so that by faith in him, we could come to God. 2 Corinthians 5 verse 19 says, God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, no longer counting people's sins against them. And he gave us this wonderful message of reconciliation. Friends, freely you have received the generosity from God. Freely give. Luke chapter 6 verse 36 says, be merciful just as your father is merciful. Yes, God forgave you. You can forgive too. Colossians 3 verse 13, make allowances for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Did you get that? Let's repeat it. Say it with me. Forgive anyone who offends you. Remember, the Lord forgave you. So you must forgive others. Yep. Remember, hurt people hurt other people. Offended people offend other people. But remember how generous the Lord treats you. So in conclusion, that when you are feeling hurt, will you lash out in anger and be self-defensive because na insecured kasa identity? Or will you withdraw from the relationship and silently try to Punish the person that hurt you because you're distracted now from your purpose. Or you could 
overlook the offense. You could just not make a big deal about it. You could just let it go, drop it, and move on your focus to something more important, like who you are in Christ and why you're here. Now, maaring sasabihin mo, hindi ko kaya gawin yun. Hindi ko kasi masakit. Ask yourself, what is stopping you? Say, what is stopping me from overlooking offense? Do I have too high a view of my own importance? Am I self-centered? Focused just kung anong gusto ko? Galit ba ako? I just want justice. I just want an apology. Yun lang. Or I think oftentimes then it's about condemnation. You know, we don't feel forgiven of our own sins. Kaya we don't want others to feel forgiven sa kanilang mga kasalanan. But instead of feeling condemned, you should feel cleansed by the blood sacrifice of Jesus. And it all starts when you receive God's forgiveness of your sins so you can now forgive. You can now be generous in overlooking offenses ng mga iba because you have experienced the generous overlooking ni God ng iyong mga offenses. So put your trust in Jesus Christ. Put your focus on Him and you will start to overlook every offense that comes your way and you will travel so light, secured in your identity and so focused, so sure and confident of your purpose in Him.